0: electronic specifier. Hello, and welcome back to electronic specifier insights. Today, we are joined by two people from offshore electronics, Sam Loveridge, who is the quality director designate and Jeff de who is the production director. So hi both. And thanks for joining us.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Okay, so let's start with an introduction of yourselves and your backgrounds, please. Perhaps, Sam, you'd like to start?
2: Okay, yeah, uh, I'm Sam Lovridge, the Quality Director-designate. I've been working at Offshore since 2009. Came here straight out of school and I started in the test department and then moved into quality and I've kind of been there ever since, really. I've run through an Open university degree with Offshore and, yeah, this has pretty much been my only full-time job, really, been in my entire life. I even worked here when I was... Um,
0: when I, was, when
1: I was a nipper, I'm <laughs> quite a proper job. Fantastic. And Jeff, what about you? Yeah, I started off in test, so I'm a HNC qualified electronic engineer. I worked in test for for many years, doing Genrad and Teradyne 80 systems test programming, and then 15 years ago, I moved into production and ran production, including test. And so I spent some time doing uh, test strategies, working with customers, implementing different test methods. As required by customers.
0: Brilliant, thank you. And jeff perhaps you could uh, introduce uh, Offshore Electronics for us as well.
1: Yep, so we're a contract manufacturer, we started in 1990. Uh, we've seen good, steady growth in that time. Last year's turnover was about seven and a half million. We've got 70 or so employees. Uh, and I think, probably like everybody, we're really quite busy at the moment and seeing good growth in the past uh, 12 months post COVID.
0: Brilliant, all very positive. Okay, so let's dive into the topic. Could you start by telling us why testing and validation is so important?
2: Yeah, testing and validation is kind of, it's a verification that all the stuff we've done up to that point, to the end of the manufacturing process has been correct. It allows us to ensure that all of our processes are correct, but it also allows us to, um, if there is any mistakes or uh, anything correct, it allows us to go back and fix the process so we can sort of bottom it out and... Get to the root cause so that it doesn't end up getting to the customer, and it's the most I think the most effective verification method yeah. that we've we've got.
1: Yeah, I mean certainly we want to make sure that what we produce ends up the customer is good and working. And test officers, particularly in circuit test officers, a very quick way of verifying that what we've made is is good and fit for purpose.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um, okay, so following on from that, could you explain what some of the different PCB testing methods are and what their advantages and disadvantages are?
1: Yep. so you, you can approach the testing in a couple of different ways. In its simplest form, if you like, it's it's a functional test. So you'd have a board that we'd make, uh, we'd simulate what the board does in terms of its inputs and outputs and we'd verify that that board actually works. Obviously that's that's fairly thorough but you need equipment around it and, and information from our customers to be able to simulate the board working working properly and um, mm-hmm. once we've got that we can then calibrate the board if it needs calibration so that you know, if it's a, um, a series of analog circuitry for example we can we can adjust it adjust parameters and, and peak amplitudes and things like that we can make it so it's ready for them to start using uh, the other approach is uh, is an in circuit test where you'd have access to every node on the on the circuit, and you check between particular nodes for a particular component. So you're not actually making sure the board works, but you're making sure is that it's been built correctly, and that the components that have been used uh, are fundamentally working. Uh, so in theory, both should give you good working products. There's some advantages to to some or another. If you fire the board up and make sure that it works, then there's equipment for decoupling or noise, or EMC purposes that won't particularly get tested. Whereas if you do it as an in-circuit test, then it doesn't really matter what the performance of the part is, or the purpose of the part, you can check that part is fitted. So there's pros and cons with with both methods. And some of our customers could do an in-circuit test and then a calibration and functional tester.
0: Yeah, of course, makes sense. Fantastic. So, why are contract electronics manufacturers best placed to deliver the most effective testing?
1: I, I think probably because we generally know the product and we've got lots of experience in, in designing different test strategies for different, for different circuits and for different applications. So, we've generally got the kit that you need to test it. And we generally got the knowledge to, to create something and also of course if you find something wrong then we've got the facility to correct it here whereas a, a customer we will not have that sort of rework capability or access to the spares that we would have here you
2: know, to, to make it work yeah i to say the same sort of it it's because once we've completed building the PCB it's not in a final assembly it's not been conformally coated it's the perfect opportunity to make sure it's working and then if there is an, in it is an issue you're not pulling something apart cleaning it you you can do all the rework at a sensible point rather than when it gets to the to the end user or to the customer you've got that sort of that stop gap to say this is where we can yeah fix anything that needs yeah. to be yeah i mean um, some
1: some of the some of the rework is requires some reasonably specialised kit. yes, yeah. so it's not something that a customer would normally have, yeah. um, whereas we've got it here because we use it in manufacture. So yeah, you, you get a better repair and a better job, reworking it in the factory where it's made.
0: Brilliant. Now I understand that effective testing ultimately relies on good PCP design principles. So with this in mind, what considerations do designers need to be thinking about when it comes to circuit design and fixture and, and PCB layout?
1: Okay, so there's probably a number of things there. If you're going to go down an in-circuit route, then we do need to have access to the nodes on the board. So opening up test pads, for example, is fairly critical, or, or at least not solder screening vias so that we can probe on vias. There's some, some minimum spacing between pads that we need to... Pro on that people need to work on. We've we actually got a document, I think it's on my website, which uh, relates to some of these constraints and, and, and design for, for testability. When when it comes to functional testing, then quite often people will put in some test software or some test firmware, so you can fire up the board in a test mode and you know it will self-perform a number of uh, of test operations to, to check that inputs and outputs are working, things like that. And then that gives a little bit of diagnosis as well. So, really, access to the design engineers at an early stage, or design for testability at an early stage, we can we can get some of those principles put into the design of, of the product, uh, which will reap rewards when we come to build it in, in volume. You
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. And like the more the more you design for manufacture, the easier it is to test, and the less issues you have at test, yeah. so that getting us or, or any CEM involved at the design stage is always going to be helpful for, like like you say, test points and, and other things, and just connect to locations and things like that. Yeah, um, Obviously, there are design constraints from the customer themselves, but yeah, yeah, it's got anything, to it's gotta work for them. It's got to work for them. <laughs> but if but... we can make it work for everybody, yeah. it's,
1: If we can have certain things done at the, at, at the front end, then it just yeah. makes everything easier later on. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, as, as you've both explained, testing and validation is an important process, but it's often overlooked. So how can the process be treated as a competitive advantage?
2: I would say you, sh- you should think of it as, as a verification step. And um, a lot of customers or, or and people like to think of visual inspection as a verification step. But a test is also a verification step and it's a much more thorough and comprehensive verification than any sort of visual inspection you could do with your eye because it obviously is electric, it's quicker and it's much more repeatable than having somebody look at the same thing over and over again. It's gonna give people the confidence that their product is at a, a good level or a working level before it before it gets to them. They, they should, the customer should understand that if something's been tested, it's highly unlikely that there's gonna be an issue with it mm-hmm. unless it's something you know out of the ordinary or not covered by the test.
1: Yeah I mean you know, the objective really is to provide the customer with good working product, accepting that there will be the occasional mistake. The test process verifies that we built it properly uh, and, that, and that the components that we've used are fundamentally good and it also allows us to to set the board up so um, you know, if there's some, some adjustments and calibration on the board for example that we can we can get that done so when the customer gets it, takes it out of the bag and and puts it into a unit that he's building or casing an up or putting into a, a a chassis or something. That's one less variable that he's got to worry about because essentially he's he's starting with good products
0: mm. brilliant some fantastic points there um, now before we wrap up, is there anything else either of you would would like to discuss around this topic?
2: I don't think it's just about it's for for us it's it's like I've said it for a couple of times it's the verification of the product and, and then ensuring that your the customer gets the good good product and the test yeah, is such yeah. a massive tool that is often like you say often overlooked by yeah some customers in in getting getting them good quality product yeah I mean it's, it's usable out of the box
1: yeah yeah I mean sometimes a customer will want, or potential customer will not want to pay for test um, because they consider it an expense they can do without but you know if you're not careful then you can those costs are hidden when you receive the board. As a customer, you, you start to use a product and find that there's a problem with it or, is, or you set it up and calibrate it at the customer's end. That takes time and obviously money, whereas we can do the whole solution, work with them, try and get the best uh, the best solution for their application, uh, and then they get a good product out of the box, which is you know what we want them to receive and what they want them to receive.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much, both. You've certainly raised some good points and it's been a pleasure speaking with you both.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much as
0: well. Electronic specifier.